Hey folks, this is Bo. I'm here to remind you that this podcast may contain explicit and sexual content, adult themes, and adult language. It's not necessarily family friendly, so if you have children or small people with you, um, you may want to go ahead and put it on pause. We'd also like to remind you that Dolly and I are not mental health experts and that we do not represent SLAA as a whole. We're simply two sex and love addicts sharing our experience. You can take what you like and leave the rest. Hey y'all, it's Belle, I'm a sex and love addict. How y'all doing? And I'm Dolly, I'm a sex and love addict. Welcome to the mid-timers, we're happy to have you. Woot woot! We're coming to you from the picnic table under the shade of a tree. In the middle of July. On the day that the uh, United States won the World Cup. The Women's World Cup, because women are incredible. Indeed, indeed. Incredible people's women. I'm fine. <laughs> Just a, a lesbian watching a bunch of beautiful women live out their dreams. Sorry, they're all so strong and brave. I'm feeling very emotional about it. Um, also, because I think I'm just feeling very emotional in general today. Um, is 18 months for me. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Of it. Thank you. Yay. 18 months. And also, I think I'm about to start my period. Oh, me so, too. I have like two more days. Um, this is a podcast by women. Not for women, but, you know. Yeah, it Maybe. is a podcast by women. <laughs> so here's our real life, you guys. Um, today, we're going to take a minute, by a minute, I mean a few, um, to talk about step 10, you guys. Dolly, would you let the good people know what step 10 is? <clears throat> step 10, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Oh, no, I hate admitting it when I'm wrong. Right? It's literally the worst. I would just much rather... Bury it deep, deep. Or say I'm right. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very tempting. I feel that. I know I'm wrong, but in I'm my say I'm right. body, I feel that. Um, Bo, can you explain to the good people why this step is so important? Oh, man. I have a really long thought for why this step is so important. Great. Good thing we have a podcast. I went on a date last night, and I was explaining this to my significant other. Life is short, people. What? Life is a vapor. What? And um, I was telling my partner yesterday that um, there is a way of reading the Bible in which the one like takes away from the, the text that the point of being a Christian is not escaping hell. It is actually about building the kingdom of heaven in the here and now. And so while most Christianity obsesses about either righting the wrongs of the past or like really like getting a future together in heaven at the end of all the things and building a lot of anxiety about securing a future in heaven um this other reading of the text suggests that like christianity is really about establishing the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of god in the here and now because the present is all that really exists for us and so one of the things about t- doing the step 10 every night is that, like, if you have that attitude towards it, it becomes not about beating yourself up for what you didn't do right or glorifying yourself for what you did do right. It becomes about helping yourself every day to get better at bringing paradise into the present. Because we have a choice of whether or not to bring hell into the present or to bring the kingdom of God into the present and we make that choice every day and the 10th step is a way 
that we can very concisely reflect on the choices that we've made and figure out how to make better ones the next day. And when you keep that on your mind and you keep that 10-step practice in practice, it becomes not a method of like bringing balance to the scale of sins, right? Like it's not about like, oh, I did this wrong. I've got to correct it tomorrow. It becomes about like the how to best figure out how to be fully present and how to live life in a way that causes life to be the joyous experience that it was meant to be. And by joyous, I don't mean that it's going to feel joyful all the time. I mean that you get to be there to live every moment in your life as opposed to clocking out um, because you can't cope. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to say that most of the things you don't say are not... Wow. There's a lot of double I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> you speak eloquently and beautifully like on a regular basis. And so that was just another example of that. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Would, would you like to talk about the value of the 10th step to you? Well, I mean, really, it's just a piggyback off of everything you were just saying. Um, I also think that the more that a person practices their 10th step, staying current and on top of their um, their resentments and their feelings, because that's really what it is, mm-hmm. right? It's us checking in, okay, like, how am I feeling today? How did I do today in terms of, like, the person that I'm trying to be in the world every single day? What did I do to take steps towards that that person and what did I do that maybe had me take a couple steps back away from that person and how can I make that amends up to myself right or make an amends to those people that I may have like harmed or hurt whereas in the past that kind of thinking was nowhere near at least in my experience wasn't anywhere near my mindset right but this um having this kind of check-in with ourselves on a nightly basis or a daily basis and it does become a moment by moment basis as the more and more you practice it like it's not even just like a nightly check-in like for me I have my little journal and I like do a very formal like 10 step um nightly when I can and then I've found myself especially while traveling having to do like a 10 step in like in the moment like recognizing when I'm maybe not acting on my best behavior or being in my highest self and having to really check in with myself and check in with the people around me um and like my higher power I think that it's definitely a way that helps us live our lives in the present um they say that steps 10 through 12 are how we transform our lives to present being right like that's how we do life whereas like one through three is like getting rid of the old shit and then four through like nine is like really delving into like the spiritual aspects of actions Mm -hmm. like action steps right to like getting out of the shit and creating shit and then like 10 through 12 is us like really making our lives right like what you were saying like heaven is now right and how do we make our heaven now yeah I think it's also really indicative of kind of like the movement from like infancy and recovery to like moving towards adulthood Mm -hmm. Um, because I think when you think about it when we started the program we called did you call your sponsor every day yeah called my sponsor every damn day I called my sponsor and then I called Dolly every (laughs) single day (laughs) and like and that was something we really needed because we needed an outside person to come in and help us sort 
you know, sort the good from the bad, sort the addict from the health, sort the recovery from the addiction, like all those things, because we were incapable of doing it for ourselves. And those check-ins were like getting, having milk served to you. You know, every baby needs milk. Like it would be wrong to like try to give a child a steak, but like, well, not a child, but a baby. Um, Cause they just can't do it. And we weren't capable of doing that for ourselves. So we leaned in on our sponsors to help us. And the 10 steps kind of represents this moment where you're really intentionally practicing doing it for yourself. And you're checking in on your intuition. Not that it stops the other check-ins, right? But do you check in on your sponsor every day? No. Yeah, me neither. Because we started to move towards like an adult responsibility for our own recovery that does not rely on another person to sort everything for us. Like we still check in on our sponsor, but like not every day like we used to. Now we're checking in with ourselves and our higher power Mm -hmm. to to make sure that we're in right relationship with self and higher power and then other people, right? Um, and so it also, the 10th step, which is why it's a later step, represents the addict moving from, like, a natural and healthy dependency on, a, on an adult recovery person to starting to come into their own grown-up recovery for which they take responsibility. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice little step. I think that's a perfect illustration for it, this move from infancy to adulthood. Yeah. That's so great. We're drinking the milk. Now we eat in full meals. <laughs> Give me that stand. And we hunting and feeding ourselves. Ooh, so strong. Hunter, gatherer, women. Flexing my muscles. You guys can't see it, but I am. Look um, at this muscle right here. Come on, muscle. Look, do you see this yes. muscle? Tell the people about this muscle. It's a muscle, you guys. It is a muscly muscle. Oh, got it going on. Come on, girl. So, I have PCOS, so I put on muscle really easily. That's nice. Yeah, that's great. Come on, benefits of PCOS. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways, so, um, Bo, why don't you explain to the good people? Come a little closer. Oh, why don't you explain to the good people um, how you keep your inventory? Well, this is funny because I actually stole a little bit from Dolly. (laughs) So, so originally, when my sponsor taught me to do the 10th step, she asked me four questions. And Dolly and I also have the same sponsor, so I assume she started you off with the same four questions. Okay, great. So the first question is, um, how did I show up as the woman I want to be today? The second question is, what changes, if any, would I make today? If I could go back and change something. Three, what character defects showed up in my life today? And four, do I owe amends or apologies to anyone? So um, that was the inventory I took for a long time. Then one day I stayed at Dolly's house and I was sitting on her prayer blanket and I opened a notebook (laughs) that was in front of it. (laughs) And I did not read, I promise I did not read, but I saw that she had like the, these questions. And at the end, after the four questions, she had gratitude and some other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna put gratitude on there. So, I was doing gratitude for a while, but at the end of the day, I kind of bum out and can't figure out what I'm grateful for, which is silly, but I can't. So number five is what I call either golden moments or God moments. And there are these little moments during the day where I feel like HP is talking to me or I was so super present that I had like a real full experience during the day. And I find one of those moments every day and I record it later. For example, today, a bee landed on my shoulder. 
and I freaked out and I dropped the bee on the ground and I was like screaming and hollering and then I saw it was just a bee like it wasn't a scary spider it was like it was a bumblebee and when it touched me I could feel how soft it was on my shoulder before I freaked out and like but it had those little bee legs that were like touching me and when it was crawling on me and um so I freak out and I drop it on the ground and immediately I start talking to this bee and I was like I am so sorry it's a bumblebee right I was like I am so sorry Mr. Bee I you landed on me and I freaked out and I knocked you on the ground and you're so soft and you're so fuzzy which I know because I felt its body on my shoulder I was like you're so soft and you're so fuzzy and I just threw you on the ground because I was terrified and you don't even have a stinger like I'm so sorry please forgive me I freaked out and then I was like Oh man, that's like my partner. I'm pretty sure my partner doesn't have a stinger and he's kind of soft and fuzzy. And I was like, man, I gotta not freak out. Cause like this really pretty cute thing landed on me and I freaked out and I threw it off before I even knew what it was. So like, this is a good, good moment. I made some amends to the bee. I gave it some tea with some honey in it. And then I was like, man, I feel like I learned something today. But I was really present for that bee landing on me. So that'll go to my step five. And then for my, the sixth thing that I do every night is I have what are called asks, which is like playing with the idea of manifesting. So I just make asks, which I do twice a day. I do it in the morning and then I do it after my inventory at night. And it's when I'm just like, this is what I need in my life. So I think last night I was like, I need vision. I need a new job. I need an extra $2,000 a month. And I can't remember what the last thing was. Oh, emotional stability. I was like, I need those four things. Those are my asks in the morning. Like they tend to look really similar for a period of time and then they start to change. So I do my asks and then I look for opportunities where God like reaches in and fulfills the asks, which then would go in the God or golden moment on the step on the fifth question for the next day. Solid. Solid work there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no. that is my step ten. I think that's really cool. I like the God moments that you got. That's like really, that's a. It's it's all about the moments where I'm really living. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I feel good about that. Um, I feel connected to that on an emotional level. Um, <laughs> on a spiritual level, I feel very connected to that. Um, I think so. For me, I have my little notebook right with all my things in it. And I answer the same questions. How'd you show up as the woman you want to be today? Um, what, um, if you could change anything, what would it be? What is it? Oh, sorry. Um, what are the defects that came up? And are there any amends that you need to make? And then, yes, I have the gratitude moment, right? Um, I also have uh, a God box, which um, I've written about in my uh, blog before, but if this is the first time you guys have heard me talk about it, it is this nifty little box. Um, it's actually a cigar box. And um, I've been told you can use whatever, right? But I, it's been really important for my spiritual journey to make everything that I use very much mine mm -hmm. um, in every way. Um, and it's important for me as an artist to touch everything, so. Um, I stripped the box and um, plastered like leaves and greenery to it and some like other cool things and like have some brass that's like wrapped around a stone and some CDs. It's like this really weird looking box now, but it looks very much like something I made and it, that's because it is. I just really let my inner kid like kind of 
go to town. And um, I keep a box of index cards um, by my by my little prayer station. I don't know what you call it, like my little altar area. Oh yeah, I think I saw the index cards. And um, periodically, pretty much daily, I will. Um, this sometimes happens in the morning. It also sometimes happens um, at night or just any other time that I find myself on my knees. Um, I will write um, kind of like, I guess like an ask. That's kind of like what it is. But it's also an act of surrender, I think, for me too. It's just like um, I will write down whatever is like on my mind, whatever I'm having a hard time or like need guidance with or support on or maybe just like even lifted from my mind's eye, right? Like if I'm having problems with like some obsession over a person or a place or like money or like whatever the problem is, um, I will write a little note to God and I'll be like, hey, um, please um, help me surrender the thoughts that I have around this person or um, please protect and keep safe, you know, this person as they are going through their own physical, mental, emotional healing or like whatever. And then, um, or even like this really crazy trip that I just went on, I have been putting that trip in my God box for almost a year. Like ever since my friend um, whom I went to go visit, like moved away mm -hmm. overseas, I've been putting this trip in my God box the whole time. Being like, trying to surrender it, trying to surrender like the hows and whys and ways of it, like if I was gonna be able to do it or not or what it was gonna be like, or how I was gonna pay for it, or like all of that, and then it came into full fruition without me really having to do anything. So, and that was, that's a God moment right there. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. if, if that was me and I'd been like praying on it and praying on it and praying on it, then like, what the day that I got the tickets, I would, it would be my, yeah. that'd be the God moment. So, um. Because I think it's important well, sorry to interrupt. No, sorry, yeah. Sorry, but back to God moments for just a second. Yeah. I think it's important to... I was just talking to somebody about this today. Like, when you're redeveloping your relationship with your higher power, I think, like... I talk to people all the time who are like, oh, I surrendered this, I surrendered that. By the end of the day, like, I forget that higher power came, came through for me before and higher power will come through for me again. So I'm stressed about it again. Which is why, you know, we do practice surrendering over and over again. But, um... But I think one of the great things about like recording when higher power does show up is it gives you the chance to like internalize that higher power shows up and shows up regularly um and it makes it easier to not have so much anxiety in the future because you can just be like it's so easy to forget like oh higher power came through with me for tickets abroad that right. I couldn't that I couldn't buy right that's crazy that's crazy how like I've been asking and asking and asking and boom there it is right um but, you know, when the next thing comes along and we start stressing about it, we forget all the other times that higher power came through when we needed him or her. And, um, because it's very easy to forget and, like, a lot of times it's really easy to focus on the negative and, like, oh, nothing will get better. But, like, higher power comes through all the time. And I think higher power probably laughs at us a lot because they're just up there like, man, these humans are like, hey, help me with this. And then I help them, like, a million times. And then, like, this next thing comes, and they're like, oh, no, higher power can't do this. And higher power's like, I literally do everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is so true. Um, and I think that that is, you know, part of recovery is, like, finding those moments, too, which 
um, for me, I try to cover in gratitude. And when I do my gratitude, I really think about the way that it feels, which is really interesting how you checked in that, like the feeling, the sensations, right? Mm -hmm. Because they talk about, there's lots of like um, studies around talking about what real gratitude is like and experiencing it. And a lot of it is very sensory driven. So it's like really talking about like, how did you feel? How did I feel when I was landing in Ireland <laughs> like or Italy or like any of these places that I like went to go to so it was just like um really right and you can't internalize mm-hmm. that gratitude unless you're fully there to experience yes. it I listened to some guy who was talking he said like to 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 internalize a negative aspect or moment it takes like you know like one to three seconds to internalize a good one it takes like between like I can't even remember what it was but it was way more it was like 30 seconds or I think it was like a good 12 seconds and it's like 12 seconds to get the good in as opposed to three to get the bad in which is why like for gratitude that's why I change it to like good like gold moment or god moment it's just like sometimes like what I'm grateful for isn't like an object or a person or a thing it's this moment that I sat down and I had a cup of coffee that was super good in the morning by myself and could listen to the birds and be present in my body and not feel pain and just like be there like it's a moment when I'm fully alive even though it's not glamorous you know and that's what I'm grateful for. Basically every day. Just those moments where I lived like a person. Because we're people. What? How wild. God made us to be people? Yeah. Oh. So crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, what my 10-step life is like. Um, I know that before, life before, being able to even think about um, things in this from this objective point of view and then kind of be able to um, break down my own thoughts ideas and daily patterns as I'm living my life never even crossed my mind because I was so ego driven Mm -hmm. and sick right Mm -hmm. which is like totally valid from where I was coming from um but I I feel like I mean even this podcast that we're recording right now like us being together our friendship is a god moment for me um, a, a point of gratitude in my life um, has helped shape my recovery and who I am as a person um, in some in some ways, you know. Yeah, and sometimes we get together and live so fully that we explode into podcasts. True. So, like, this life there. <laughs> Present life. <laughs> Active life. Direct from us to you. <laughs> right? All right, well... Speaking of podcasts, we are going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to switch up our um, our little our narrative style a little bit, and we switch, hope it's a, switch, it'll be switch, pleasing and surprising. Yeah, and we're very interested in kind of like taking on um, this project in a really new way. Um, however, it's going to be a little bit more labor intensive, so we will be coming to y'all once every two weeks instead of once a week. Um. But we look forward to dropping the next podcast soon. Yeah. And we'll probably give you all, like, a little update on where we are pretty soon. Yeah. Um, So don't expect to hear from us next week, but we'll catch you afterwards. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Love you. You want to lay us out? Oh, yeah, sure. Moment of silence for all those suffering inside and outside this podcast. God, God, grant, grant us the serenity, serenity to, to accept, accept the things, things we cannot change, 
the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Keep coming back because it works if you work it, but you got to work it every day and every night because you're worth it. Woohoo! Woo! All right, we'll see you all later.